0: The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey, if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hello, my friends. I hope that if you are listening to this podcast episode, that you are doing well. So today is going to be a little bit different. I want to talk about something that um, that has been happening today. That has been brewing, if you will. So the new moon energies have been uh, in the air for the last couple days, and I definitely um, I definitely can feel it today. And so, you know, with the new moon, it's interesting because it's just it's always opportunities, right? And so I will be talking, I will be doing uh, a couple episodes of podcast. Later on for new moon meditations, but right now I just wanted to talk about something that, as I was putting together the new moon meditations, I was just discovering huh, this is really interesting I am feeling I am feeling discordant energies I'm feeling dense energies and I am feeling just and I'll just say i'm I have I feel upset. I have some irritation energy. I feel some anger. I feel sadness. I feel grief. Um, And some of it is I just feel, I feel some disappointed, disappointment. I feel disappointment in um, just in just some of the um, ways that is, just some of the ways that in terms of our human construct, our society, the way that humanness is still doing things. And I guess um, I'm just doing to acknowledge it, that in terms of the pandemic, in terms of my human, uh, you know, I thought, oh, wow, this is an interesting, you know, the pandemic, um, in terms of everything, it brought up a lot of course in terms of like there was so much unknown there was a lot of fear there was a lot of just um you know a, a lot of just tragedy um with that though is this you know we just saw the global community coming together and i hadn't felt community like that in a lot of ways in in a, in a just in some I just hadn't felt community in like that in some time, and it just brought a lot of hope um in some ways because of the people reaching out to each other and connecting with each other and I don't know now, as um we are now moving on to the next phase i just i I just see people rushing around and and in some ways, the care that people seem to have woken up to to um, acknowledge their brothers and sisters—I don't know where it went. And um, I, I actually decided as we were uh, moving through the pandemic. Um, That I wanted to do another program, another meditation program, and a big draw for it for me was because I just felt like I might need some community coming out of this experience, and um, the program is—it's you know these two incredible um, mindfulness teachers that are just amazing in terms of well-regarded and well-known and and just you know just so compassionate and caring and so i was really excited to be part of and to be accepted and to be part of this program and the opening weekend was just amazing and so inspiring and i just felt like okay here's a community and it really felt like a relief like okay I'm mean, going to have some community support coming through this experience, because you know, being a practitioner, you you are supporting many people who are going through some really challenging times, and so it's also nice to have to have support. And you know, currently in my own experience, uh, my family does live, you know they don't live in the same city as me. Um I also currently am single. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, in my home space, you know, with my sweet dog Boo. And I do have a lot of, you know, incredible friends. Yet it's a little different when you, you know, pandemic much more in the solo front. So I was really looking forward to just this community aspect, and this opening weekend, I just felt so, I felt so inspired, and like I had really, you know, that this was a beneficial decision that I had made for the next two years, because it's a two-year program. Um, And then, when we got into the program, after the opening weekend, it wasn't really there was a lot of recorded videos that and there still are recorded videos that are recorded before the pandemic and even though the information you know is relevant the energy just feels different the energy feels different it feels like you know and you see people in the audience um you know people was probably the first class of you know teachers that they trained uh, you know, you see them in the audience just, you know, being able to be together and not having the concerns that we did at the time where we were learning Zoom, um, and we were also, you know, together but separate, and we didn't have that opportunity to also be in person. So some of their concerns, you know, it it's it it's not so much what our concerns were, and so it, it it just felt like really old. The energy just felt old. It felt like old. Felt like old energy. It felt like. It felt like um. You know when, <laughs> I'll admit I still have um I still have VHSs and it's it's I still have my VCR. It's kind of like if I'm trying to play a video on my VCR yes it will work it's just a little different than the streaming and if i'm trying to play that you know that vhs on my vcr on my really old you know tv it's gonna have a different um the image may not be as clear and 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 the video may not be um may not be as crystal clear as the streaming service would. So the energy in these videos even though the information is relevant um it, it it just feels just feels old, old energy. And it also feels like I don't know, it just made me feel really sad and I'm just going to acknowledge it. It made me feel sad that you have a group of people of twenty five hundred. I think there's over twenty five hundred people in this program that have just gone through this global experience, and we're watching we're watching videos from like years ago that that do, that's not even um, speaking to the tragedies that we've gone through and also because there was so much talk about, you know, how important it is to come together for community and community and community and community and i was really excited that i was going to have the opportunity to just have community so now it's been a year and along the way i just made do I'll admit, I just made do. And what I realize is, is that this is, a, this is an old pattern of mine, of making do. When I went to, um, when I was in K through 12, I, I, I still remember my first day of kindergarten, my first day of first grade. And as soon as I walked in that box of a room, because the classrooms are so square. As soon as I walked in, it felt so stuffy and it felt like the energy felt so suffocating. I felt like, oh my God, I can't breathe in here. And I just remember the doors closing and feeling terrified of the rigidity. And um, it was really difficult for someone who is an intuitive empath and I'm also really curious and I love to learn and I like to be in community. I like to, I love it when people are asking questions and you're dialoguing and there's a discussion and, and, and it it's just so inspiring to me. And here I was as a young, as a young kid. And, um, I just remember feeling really just terrified and scared that oh this is this is this is what i have to do i have to accept that this is how this is how we learn and it was this you know they have a curriculum and this is the curriculum and this is what happens you are then taught by that curriculum and if you are the 10% that potentially um, you know, maybe have maybe learned differently, or if you have questions that don't um that they don't have answers to or apply in some way, then then you can see when I was a child, I could see that some of my questions would just um they the teachers weren't always I had I went to Catholic school, so I had some nuns. The nuns weren't always particularly, um, they didn't really want to engage in questions. They just wanted you to accept the information that that they were giving. And um, I always wanted to understand and learn and grow. At a certain point, though, I just realized as a kid, oh, you have to make do. I have to make do. I have to make do. If I'm going to If I'm going to like get through this experience, I got to like keep my head down and make do. And so I just survived K through 12. I survived school. And it just didn't really, I don't know. I felt a lot of when I look back at my experience, I just felt like I was boxed in. I was in this box and I couldn't breathe. And I, um, at some point, I actually thought I didn't even like to learn. I thought I didn't like to learn. I, Even though I loved reading, I loved reading. And I did go to college. I went to college. And when I got to college, I finally felt like I could breathe in a classroom. It was amazing. It just felt like Freedom. And I, and I had permission to learn, to grow, to ask questions, to be in discussions, to be in community. And it was really amazing. And I realized, wow, I love learning. I love taking classes. I love this. I love education. Whereas before, I really thought, well, I hated school. I hated education. And that was not true at all the experience I had previously been in just wasn't the, you know, it just, it wasn't the right fit for me, if you will. And what's interesting, though, is that, you know, I still love taking classes. I still love taking programs. But there is, though, it's like the way that, I've noticed the way that programs are rolled out, it feels in some ways just this old paradigm this old way of doing and it feels reminiscent to how I went through K through 12 and it has a little of the college experience in there but not it has more of the feeling of the rigidity like this is how we teach the course this is how it happens and it doesn't necessarily um, it's so focused on like curriculum in terms of here's the curriculum I sometimes feel like I sometimes feel like the people are forgotten like as a child I just didn't feel like it was about the kids I didn't feel like it was about me I just felt like this is the adults this is what they're telling me that I need to learn so okay I just need to you know just be okay with learning it and make do make do. I just remember thinking, okay, I just got to make do. Let me just get through this experience and graduate. And at some point I just sort of just, I think I just numbed myself to the experience. And I, um, you know, and I, some classes I really, I really enjoyed, um, I went to Catholic school for 12 years and I did have like, in terms of it, education I did have a really great education Um, in a lot of ways it's just there was a rigidity in terms of the curriculum you you weren't really um, encouraged to ask questions outside of um, what their beliefs were and that's really difficult for somebody who really loves learning and somebody who's really curious I had all kinds of questions as a child and so there was a rigidity where you could tell that you know if you asked certain questions it would make it would make the adults uncomfortable and it just did not feel like it was really about didn't feel like about this it was about the students learning it didn't feel like it was about the children it felt like you know uh when 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 i got to my senior year in high school and people were getting into colleges it was oh that was going to be really great in terms of the school because it looks good on the school with you know if you know if a hundred percent of kids are accepted to college then it looks great on the school it looks great on the teachers the teachers look really great then they're achieving if the kids are achieving great then really the 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 adults are achieving and it really just came back to that achieving 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 achieving, achieving. What are you achieving, though? I don't know. Like, what? What am I? What was I achieving? So, I okay. I, I graduated from high school, and you know, I I I got really, you know, I got decent grades. I got into college. I took uh, from first grade to twelfth grade. I took French class for twelve years. I mean my parents speak French. My aunts and uncles on both sides speak French. My brothers and I and my cousins uh yeah, we are not I would say bilingual. And so if none of us are bilingual or or maybe we speak it um peu a little bit. But we're not fluent the way our parents are fluent. And we certainly, you know, can't read it and write it like our parents learned how. So it's not it. It's this. It's the education style, right? It's the it, so, and it's also what the um, what the school is focusing on, or in our in our school system actually, our education system, because some of you who are listening, you may remember that years ago I did a documentary on education. I spent a year and a half in an elementary, middle, and high school really trying to understand our education system in America. And I actually, a lot of questions I had about my own childhood and schooling was actually answered from that education because I honestly am like, what happened to me in school? How did I have, you know, one experience in K through 12th, but a completely different experience in college? Like, what is going on here in our education system in America. And so I I discovered and found the answers. I studied um public schools and private schools in multiple states and it was very interesting. And so I bring all of this up because I have now as many of you know I've career transitioned. I I career interest in just many years ago and along the way I've I've received many different certifications and I've taken many classes that I've enjoyed and I have noticed though um that it, there is there's this old way of like teaching that just feels so old paradigm old like archetype and it just feels I mean it feels old school, very old school. And it feels like the K through twelve kind of energy of this like rigidity. And it doesn't necessarily feel like it's about like the students or the community. It just feels like here's the curriculum. This is what we're learning. Blah 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 blah. And you can't go outside the box of it. And if you go outside the box of it, then people in the program, they may feel, like, uncomfortable. And I'll give you another example. Some years ago, I went through kundalini yoga uh, teacher training, and I, I love kundalini yoga and meditation. It is just amazing, and I was really excited to do the teacher certification program, and when I got into it, I just noticed that, wow, like, I like you can't really draw from other experiences they only want you to talk about how amazing kundalini is it's all about kundalini all about kundalini and meanwhile I also do reiki and dousing energy healing and it's like no 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 that's a no no it's only kundalini it's a, and it, it's like what is the separation that this is the one program that's going to save your life this is the one this is it it just felt um I don't know, it's so interesting because here you are in in some sort of like a program that is like, you know, spiritual per se, yet you can just feel like, this is interesting. You're you're trying to tell me like, this is the best way, no other way, and you have to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, then um, you're not doing it right. And it just felt, again, just felt old paradigm. It felt um, very stifling. It felt, um, it also felt like, there is some competitiveness like this is the program and if you go outside of it then um then you also feel like you're no longer going to be accepted by the community like you're only going to be accepted by the community if you're a hundred percent committing to this program this way and you know i i you know again i realized when i got into it i was like okay I felt some um I just felt first of all I felt kind of really surprised um I think going into some of these programs that are more spiritual based I don't know I'm like where is the loving kindness and and where is the no judgment or non-competitiveness or the we accept you know we accept all why is it your way or the highway? It just felt so rigid, and it also reminded me of going to Catholic school for twelve years. You know, there was some amazing things that I learned in Catholic school, yet there was some there was some rigidity. Like, you know, this is the way it is, and you can't question that. Um, these are the beliefs, and if you question the beliefs, then then you uh, they 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 can be unhappy with you, and. Um, so in Kunalini, what's interesting is that, you know, after I completed the teacher certification program, I was applying for this, this, um, this mindfulness two-year program that I'm in, and I needed a reference and, from somebody from a spiritual teacher. And so I asked, the, um, I asked the owner of the studio, you know, for a reference. And I did not, um, I sent an email my email was never returned. There was no reply. And I had seen the person then at graduation, like a couple of days later. And I asked the person, I said, hey, I sent you an email, you know, and the person said, oh, I've received it. And I said, oh, well, thank you. Do you think you could do this? And I, I mean, the look that was given to me was quite the look. Um, needless to say, um, I think I just said, you know, well, if you have time, you know, I understand it's a time commitment. If you can, that would be great. If not, that's okay. No worries. And I just gave them an out because I was so uncomfortable with, um, I don't know, you'd think that I could tell that this person, cause then the person also said to me, well, aren't you going to be doing, um, there's another level in Kundalini. And so the person said, aren't you going to be doing the next level in Kundalini and I said, eventually I might, but I'm really interested in doing this two-year mindfulness program. And I could just see that the person, I could I could feel it, actually, because being an uh, intuitive empath, you can feel it. I could feel the disappointment energy. And so um, I really had to use my tools, and I just stayed grounded and aligned in the compassion of energy of love and just realized, okay, like, you know, their way is – Hundred percent Kundalini. What I'm being called to is talk about all different modalities. I blend modalities. I'm being guided to blend modalities. That is what I'm being guided to. That is that is the path that I am I am being called to and I am on. And so and it just might not be for everyone and that's okay. And so I just stayed aligned. Um, but it was really interesting because it really. It just made me feel like being in Catholic school again, where, you know, you're, you know, when we, when we are really, I, uh, this may not surprise everyone, but I really loved religion class. Um, religion class was one of my favorite classes and I pretty much think I got A's all through school because I loved religion class and I also loved history class. So but I used to ask about other religions. Um, and sometimes it was okay to talk about other religions, sometimes not. And sometimes the teachers would get upset when I would bring up questions about other religions or comparing the similarities between Catholicism and other religions. And so um, my, the Kundalini teacher, I just felt, I was like, oh, this is interesting. It reminds me of Catholic school where um, they only want to promote and market just their brand. Kunalini Kunalini or, or in Catholic school, Catholicism, 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 that is it. That's the only thing that exists, our way or the highway. And it's like, yes, those, those can be both beneficial. Um, but why can't, I don't know, why can't I go visit people in the Kunalini school and visit people in the... Catholic school I didn't I'm just somebody who uh is curious and interested in connecting and in community and um learning about people and wanting to meet people I don't feel like I need to just stay in one in one box if you will there's multiple boxes to visit so Anyway, so with Kunalini, I really this Kunalini teacher training, I just realized at a certain point that okay, I committed to the training, so I I need to make do. I committed to the training, I need to make do. Let me get my I really love Kunalini. I really love the meditations and yoga and I really want to teach that as well, so I'm going to get the certification. It was really challenging though because I just, I just made do. I mean, I, I at some point just, um, I just stopped asking questions. I stopped speaking up because this was it. And even along the way, I never. um, There's a lot of people in Kundalini that resonate to wearing all white. I'm not somebody that. Just wearing all right, wearing all, I can't even say it, wearing all white just doesn't um, resonate with me. And so I'm somebody who that, because being an intuitive empath, it's all about feeling, right? And so if something doesn't feel right to me, then it just doesn't feel right to me. The energy's not there for it. I'm following the energy. And so... It's really difficult though when people are telling you that you have to dress this way or, or like eat this way and if you don't, like X, Y, and Z. That's just not the truth for everyone. You know, everyone is following their own path of energy and what might be right for someone else might not be right for another person. We're all here living... Here to have these experiences to be these you know co-creators so why do we have to all kind of assimilate into one box it's like you don't need to i don't need to like so if i'm not wearing all of this the white clothing that means then i'm not going to be able to fit into this community a group can we just learn to love each other and appreciate each other's like paths that we're following. So it was really curious to me as I kind of moved through this process. And I'm only now connecting the story dots because I'm in now this other, you know, two year teacher training program. And I realized that um, there's just similarities in terms of The teachings are like, like Kundalini, a lot of the meditations and, and, you know, um, yoga, all that is just really beneficial. But some of the way that it's taught is just old paradigm. And I'm noticing that even in this, um, this two year course I'm in, it's, it's some old paradigm stuff. And so why I wanted to have this specifically, this specific like episode and just Talk about it and share it was because, um, so I'm in this mindfulness meditation teacher, uh, teacher program, and it's two years, and I have learned a lot of amazing things, and, um, it in a lot of ways, it's been incredible. That being said, um, I went into it because I really. I was looking for community. I was really feeling like I needed community coming out of this experience. And that opening weekend where we um, had the initial retreat online, it was so inspiring to me. Uh, The two mindfulness teachers that lead it are just so inspiring, just dynamic, incredible, incredible teachers. And I was so excited about the course, yet... That was a year ago, and we haven't really had that experience again. Um, most of the um most of the training is all on these old um recorded videos that pretty much feel like my old vHs tapes and we've had some live talks, yet it really hasn't like it hasn't really brought out it hasn't really, I don't know. It just, it It just, yeah. It, I mean, some of the live talks have been good. Um, but I've noticed that I've, um, I'm making do, I'm making do and I'm making do. And now I feel like I'm back in high school and I'm just like, okay, I got to graduate. Okay. I got to just do what I need to do to get done, to graduate. That's what I feel like. And makes me feel really sad it makes me feel sad because the whole point of mindfulness is to be present (laughs) is to be present and to be mindful and here I am making do in a mindfulness program what and yeah and the reason why I'm sharing this is because we received an email today from the program And they're congratulating us on our first year of training and that we've made this great progress. And yes, in a lot of ways, we have. Um, Yet, my friends, there is, I think they said there's like over 2,500 people in this program worldwide. I think I know maybe, I maybe know 14 people out of, the over 2,500 people. And I wouldn't even say that in the 14 people that I've really, like a few of them, maybe a few of them, maybe a handful, I've made really like closer connection. Yet I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm in this community and, and part of the email that we received is, you know, we have created a strong community together and we can support one another in these challenging times. And I just don't feel like that. I really, and it makes me really sad. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like we have created a strong community together and I don't feel like I'm being supported in these challenging times. I'm just. I felt and it makes me feel really sad that and I know that other people in the program feel this way as well that it, and I don't even it's not even the fault of like the mindfulness program it's not the fault of like the Kundalini program I just feel like how we're educating people like maybe it's part of I don't know if it's you know, worldwide or in the US, just how we're educating people. And that we so focus on curriculum, curriculum that like, what about the people? Like, how are the people doing? (laughs) How are the people doing? And and you we get so focused on like, oh now we need to add this to the curriculum because this is what's evolving. And but how are the people doing? Are we creating community? Are we are we fostering real intimacy and connections and relationships that are authentic, where people are actually feeling like they are sharing and connected in our friends and they are a support to one another? Are we are are we doing that? And um yeah, so I it's really interesting. I realized today I have made do for too long. I made do. I survived and got through K through 12. And I made do through various programs. And I'm just like on this new moon. I'm just done with making do. I am done with making do. Um, um, And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be mindful or compassionate or, um, you know, be in loving kindness. I do have awareness that, you know, we have a lot of systems that are just old systems, old paradigms. Um, I think I just realized for me, um, in terms of what I'm looking for, is I'm looking for, um, in terms of community just real authentic connection where we are able to support one another. And it, it just, we may not have all the answers. It may not be perfect, you know, and, and we all come from different walks of life and, you know, but we have mindfulness and we have curiosity and we have kindness and we have um, just, you know, the shared sense of, just our humanity and wanting to have those kind of connections and also celebrating, being able to celebrate our differences, whatever they may be. um, Because that makes you unique to you. I wouldn't change, like for me, I wouldn't change um, my going to Catholic school for 12 years. I mean, I loved religion class. I loved, loved, loved it. It was so, I just loved learning about different religions. I loved praying. I loved a lot of aspects of it. It's just the old way of um, how education was set up. And also, it's interesting because I did go through, um, you know, I took 12 years of French class And, um, I'm now doing Duolingo and every night I'm practicing or every morning and every night I'm practicing for like 30 minutes and I'm having so much fun just, you know, learning a language. And again, it's, it's, it's not that I didn't want to learn a language in school. I did. I wanted to be, I wanted to be bilingual. And it's just so interesting. I've asked so many of my friends if they've taken languages and everyone says like, yes, I took languages for like 12 years and then I took another two years in college. Do you speak that language? And more often than not, it's no. How is it many of us took 14 years of language classes in the US yet we're not bilingual? What? what? Okay. What is going on? What is happening? How is that? How? And it's it's just so interesting. And it's, um, I don't know. Did other people make do? Did you make do too? You made, did you make do that you got by just enough because everybody was in survival? Everybody's in survival. Everybody's in survival and they're just trying to make do with, with, okay, let me just show up and let me teach what's here because I'm so tired on every other aspect of my life. And if I could just check off this box and get this done. And I don't know. I mean, I know that when I look back at, you know, some of my, my, my uh, schooling days, my teachers, they, they probably were really tired. They had families that they were trying to raise. They had other things they were juggling and multiple, I mean, multiple classes, a lot of students, and they probably were tired. I don't know. I mean, so it is something that for me, I am going to, um, in terms of doing Reiki and dousing energy healing, I am going to set intentions to ask that, you know, if it's beneficial, to clear our education system and within the education system, not only like K through twelfth, but also our college, our universities, and then also all these different programs because I love taking programs. So clearing you know, the old way of doing in terms of programs to allow this, this new way of programs to come in that could be really beneficial in terms of connecting people for the highest good. Um, I will say I did take some classes at UCLA that um, were for writing classes that uh, all the students were really engaged. So that was really, um, you know, really hopeful for me. And maybe maybe that's part of it. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe there's something about the way some universities um, teach classes. Because at my university, when I went to school, I went to school at UMass Amherst, I also felt really engaged. And I know when I've talked to my other friends, um, when they talk about college, they talk about feeling engaged in certain classes as well. So, yeah, engagement, and which is interesting because I'm in this mindfulness program, and mindfulness is presence and being engaged, <laughs> being present. So that, so I am, my, my intentions of going into the new moon is um, I'm going to release from just making do, um, and... Because I really want to be in this new awareness of just this, you know, this presence and authenticity and and real um, that heart connection, being able to be in that heart field of of that space to allow myself to experience just um, just a deeper aspect in essence of connection. So that is my. That is my new moon intention. That is for my highest good and I ask for it to come with ease and grace in the most gentlest of ways. What is your new moon intentions, my friends? And what have you been reflecting on? So what are reflect what is coming up for you? And then what are you reflecting on? So if you feel like you want to share, please reach out to me. Much Love light, everyone. I appreciate it.